advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I, I am, am so fucking with me, Todd. <laughs> you say funny things. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting one of those, like, I've been up too long headaches. Yeah. Like, it's like just. Right there. It's not really a headache. It's like after, See, like, you woke up at midnight, or you had to be at work at midnight. No, I was working at midnight. Oh, Jesus Christ! That's awful, dude. That's pretty tough because it is five thirty. Hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a fucking whole lot. It's a whole lot it's of twelve day. twelve hours till noon. Seventeen hours ago, you started working and you're still up. Mm-hmm. That's better than the weekend. Not last weekend, but the weekend before. It was. I worked. 17 hours and then no i recorded yeah we recorded the podcast and then i had two hours went to work Mm -hmm. and then worked till midnight and then through the next day yeah that was long that was a fucking long day rough yeah this one projects or is there there's just work this shit some stuff you have to do at night because you can't do it during the day less less chance at night of taking a lot of people out of service yeah Shit like oh, that. Like, yeah, right. you're working in the middle of the night. Like, right. They're switching stuff over, or there's a business or something, you know, they can't be out of service right. or traffic right. or yep. fucking, yep. you know. That makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. It's fucking always fucking something. Lately, it's been a lot of it, though. Like, I've done some of that, but man, you do it a lot. Like, when I did yeah. telecom work, because we had to do cut ins and stuff, there would be weird shit. Yeah. We worked in the middle of the night or worked really long Yeah, stuff. it happens. And then, like, there's like, you know, Fucking idiots can't drive and they hit poles and, right, you know. Right. That's I think the always... worst I ever did, I was a bartender and I worked at PetSmart. So like on Friday, I would go to work at six in the morning and work like a 12 hour shift at PetSmart, get mm. off, shower, run to the bar, work at the bar until 3 a.m. and mm. have to be back at PetSmart at 6 a.m. again on yeah. Saturday. And so I had like a, a Friday, day. Saturday, all the way through then Saturday night, be back Sunday morning or something. I think I had Monday off. But it was like three days where I only got to sleep three hours a night or something. If Fuck. that, though, because I got off the bar at three. Yeah, and then sometimes the bar manager would be like, hey, me and my friends are going to stay, bro. Like, we'll give you some more tips if you fucking hang out and serve everybody. Like, here's 80 bucks. And I'd be like, fuck, I have to be at work in three hours and try to like, get out of it. And then I'd be like, well, I guess I'm getting 80 bucks. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I remember getting home and just like getting in the fucking bed, just like smelling like fucking bar, dude. Just fucking lay down. And then mm-hmm. it was like I closed my eyes for a second and literally just like it felt like I blinked. And that fucking alarm would go off, dude, mm-hmm. and I go crawling in that fucking. It's hard shower. to wake up. That's oh, hard to wake dude. up. It is. That's how I went and picked up. Went and picked up my girls. Went home, and like I had a little bit of time before I had to leave to come here. And I was like, I kind of fell asleep on the couch 
for a minute and I woke up. My eyes were all crusted already. Mm-hmm. I was like trying to wake up and it felt like fucking sandpaper in my eyes. Yeah, I remember my eyes like, hurt, dude. Your fuck, eyes I was hurt. just like, oh my God. Sleep's a weird thing. Up. I mean, there's other functions, but your eyes is one of the functions. Yeah. Like your eyes need a fucking break. Like they need to sit yeah, there and yeah. soak in the yeah. back of your lids with fucking eye juice. Like you need the your wor- tears. The worst that I went through was, was back when I did what they called the summer bridge program. And it was like a residential <laughs> program for incoming freshmen and I, I had like three different jobs that I did during the, during the any given bridge day. But for, for a solid month, for 30 days, Monday through Sunday, like no day off, I pretty much had to be on campus working from five in the morning until 10 or 11 at night. Yeah. Huff. And it was every day for a month. And yeah. there's something like about that, that type of work, too. By though. the end of the month, you're just like, God damn it. <laughs> Dude, mental like, work. Somebody put me getting, out of my misery. You're getting four, at most, you're going to get five hours of sleep in yeah. a night, at most. But usually it was three or four, and then you knew you weren't getting yeah. it. And, then you, and if you had any plans, no, fuck there's off. no plans. And then yeah. the, the, the bridge would end, and it would just be like three days. All you fucking did was sleep. Yeah. Like, just fucking. I just, I get, I fucking, I, I have like, things that I want to get done. Like I have like this, like, Oh, I got to get this done. Got to, And and anytime I set up like a schedule where I'm like, Oh, I got to get this done or this done fucking always. I it just, whatever it is, the world is like, no, fucks it over. No, no, no. Yeah. You, you don't get to do that stuff. Right. No, you right, can't. Right. I'm like, you motherfucker. Like it's all. all I want. So, okay. So we have a tequila. This, who, who did this come from? Uh, Patty Garcia and actually, I guess. I mean, he did hand it to me. Uh, So she bought it. She probably paid for it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he spent all his money on AR parts and fucking mountain bike shit. Yeah. It's a cool box, though. Shoulder implants. And a mini. He spent all his money on shoulder pads. (laughs) And and a mini motorcycle. He got kicked kicked out of the Goodwill uh, last week because he was just going to the women's section to all the fucking old business suits. Taking out the shoulder pads. pads Yeah. 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 yeah, he did He's have maxi asshole. pads because it was easy. Like they're disposable. We sweat on them. Yeah. He just peeled that little stick thing and fucking put it in his shirts. So then his mom started washing them. He got in trouble. Chamucos tequila and the box has demons or chupacabras or like something. It's fitting it. for the episode. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we got our shot glasses because it's not from from cat. It's not whiskey. This came from JPL. Yep. Ooh, that's good. Still peppery. It's all Very tequila peppery. peppery. I wasn't expecting um, it to be peppery. I don't. I don't. I don't. It must that. be like the peat of whiskey. There's a peppery of tequila. Like no, it's peppery. No, I know black it is pepper. Like there's that's just. I want a tequila. Flavor. I don't I get, get a tequila. I don't get the black, black pepper, pepper for me. Really? No, oh, I did a lot. I mean, it's a spicy. Lot. No, it tastes like black like, pepper. It's spicy, but it's really smooth. What other tequila? I, I was expecting. Um, we had good tequila over there. I mean, I'm not saying this isn't good. No, this is this is good. This Don Falano is good. I don't like that. That tastes um, like straight black pepper too. It's that uh, middle, that second shelf from the top. There's a bunch of tequila. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have some good tequila. It's just, I think tequila, like whiskey, is an acquired taste. You know, mm-hmm. like you have to. I like tequila a lot. Like, like that's it's actually warm, really good. No, taste. it's good. I like. It's got a good flavor profile. I don't get the pepper though. Really? I mean, I get the spice. Like I think it's, it's like it's an a little acquired spicy. thing with the pepper thing. Probably how but, like, people don't like Lafroy because of the fucking peatiness of it and how it's super smoky. It tastes yeah. like burnt band aids, you know? Yeah. So I bet it's a thing. Like you probably get used to it. I remember the first time I, don't I know, yeah, drank I, Johnny Walker I, Black. I was like, "What in the fuck? This is weird." Right. Yeah, because to me taste. it tastes like that's like tequila. You know, like right, that's right, that's that tequila taste. Yeah, it doesn't really. I don't get the 
pepper. I mean, like I said, I get the spice, but it, not the. And I, I will don't say, get the pepper hit, any like. cheap tequila that I've had doesn't have that spice. Profile. No, 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 no. It that doesn't. spice this profile have been too erases cheap. That's a fancy the bad flavors of tequila. Like. Yeah, anejo on it. Does that mean something? Anejo, yeah, that's the it's the like you have blanco, it's which is home. the white. Yeah, anejo. anejo. You have you have. Oh, maybe it's a dark tequila because it's anejo. I don't know. Um, the blanco and is the a blanco is the white. Like yeah. the the clears are the blancos. Well, um, I mean, blanco means white. Anejo but. is like the middle one. Like it's kind of like a mid mid darkness. I don't know how you'd describe it. I'm not. Um, I'm not a. No, it's nice. I like it's, good it's tequilas. Good, not it's necessarily. A good tequila. a, so thank you, Patty. Thank you, Axel. Like cognac, cognac tastes a lot like tequila to me, but a lot stronger. Hmm. Like cognac's a stronger tequila taste. Has the same. Do we have any cognac flavoring? Cognac? Uh, I think we have. I think we have a bottle. A bottle. Yeah. I think I I have a bottle. Brought one in. But there's a weird. Is that yeah. what did those guys hand me uh, in the brown bag at my front door that I brought? Remember, I had notes all over it, but that was like brandy or something. I think it yeah, was brandy's brandy. horrible. Yeah. Is it that e, that EJ shit up there? I think it was. Yeah, E and J. Yeah, E&J. yeah. that's what my buddy Packy used to drink. Yeah, and he was ghetto. <laughs> what if he drank really nice whiskey and he was ghetto? Well, then that's, you, I had friends who yeah. drank really nice. That's not whiskey though. That's E and J. God, we have a lot of bottles. I knew a that's something you get the liquor. You knew, I knew a guy named Packy who was ghetto. Was he kind of husky and bald? Um, his name is Julius Mosley. His real name. No, Packy's real name was Packy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Last name was Stan. They called him. They called him King of the Patch, Prince of the Prince of the Patch. Hmm. Sorry, Prince of the Patch. Yeah. I think this the puts field. a tally at hundred and ninety-six bottles. I think that's nice. a fucking lot of bottles. Lot There's hundred ninety-six bottles containing alcohol yeah. for whatever yeah, reason. I knew we had a lot of bottles, but as soon as you said that, right, like hundred and eighty, that's not that much. But right. as soon as you said hundred ninety, it's right. almost two hundred something. Yes. So you heard it here. Start sending. We got to break two hundred. That's right. We do have to break yeah. two hundred. Now we're in a race. That cognac. Get them in the mail. No, we got cognac. I don't think we do. No, we do. Can I don't adjust think so. that so we can see the timer. What? Oh, for the mouse. Yeah, I mean, there you yeah, go. Like that. How you like them? I like that. I like, How you like that. the apples. As so says. Uh, our El Yucateco hot sack of the week went to Josh Ludiker. Um, he that's ludicrous. That's ludicrous, Dave. Was. Are you serious? He posted a, a riff on an album cover um, that should. We be, think. We think he might just be. It's a like a. It's like a, a death metal font. I think so. so I'm yeah, pretty I sure. Think, I think it was an album cover that's supposed to be like a woman's, like the shape of a woman's body, leaving an imprint in the bed, covered in blood. But he modified it so it looked like it was El Yucateco pouring into the sheets instead. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was pretty. It was funny, a good image. Clever. It was a good image. Someone might have died. Um, we might be supporting something we shouldn't. We don't know, but it's a good picture. And I think we should some be. Peppers died. Yeah, some peppers yeah, we, died. We yeah. should be supporting yeah. that image. Yeah, it had El Yucateco in it, sauce on a woman's body. No, just the imprint of a body. We're about to die. We salute you. That's showing the peppers on it. You're not getting my tortillas. <laughs> it is not a tumor. Get down. Fry these beans and then refry them. <laughs> <laughs> I like them fried twice. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to Josh Ludiker for uh, posting in the group and winning an El Yucateco hot sack. Look for Frankie Pigeons to give you a shout out. Um, Frankie Pigeons Nemesis um, actually hooked us up with an awesome thing of glasses and whiskey stones. And Frankie Pigeons Nemesis is Joe Falcon. Oh, I was not wow. aware. I didn't know. So, yeah, yeah, they were they, fighting. They, yeah. yeah, they've had a they've had a beef for hmm. a while. Um, 
Falcons and pigeons don't get along. It's, no, that's it's true. A Hatfield McCoy. Oh, thing. That, you know what? It was Falcons. in the name. I didn't yeah. know. Falcons. Yeah. Um, it's very strange. But yeah, he, and then he sent us that gong. He sent us these really yeah. dope rock He came glasses. into some money, apparently. Yeah, he did. He came into some money. He One of his ancestors stuff, so. died. So thank you, Joe Falcon. Yeah. Um, and then. We love, um, we love Joe. We love Joe. A couple plugs on my end to whore myself out. Uh, 181 Pine is out for uh, pre-release. You can go to the Sofa King podcast website and uh, buy the book there. Um, premature shipping, release. Premature yeah. release. <laughs> it'll be shipping in a couple of weeks. If you're looking for international shipping, give it a little bit. It'll show up on Amazon and you can buy it or you can buy the the Kindle version, yeah. the e-version. Um, but that's there. And then also um, last week I was on the Ectoplasm show. So, um which is uh, a member of the Podbelly network of shows. So if you want to uh, hear me tell a couple of ghost stories, you can go over to the Ectoplasm show and listen to us talk about ghosties and strangeness. Uh, and if you have uh, trouble finding it in your app, you go to podbelly.com and then just yeah. click, go to network podcast Easy. and click yeah, on Ectoplasm. Yep. Easy peasy. I need to listen to it because I still need to hear the dog face thing. It's a different episode. Yeah. I, no, I know. I still need to hear that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now this one. Yep. And then also we want to thank our lovely patrons. Um, we like to uh, thank all of you for supporting us. It really uh, makes our lives easier, makes the podcast easier. It lets us ship out the million things that we send to people. Um, we need to get a little ice machine now. Thanks, guys. We need to buy an ice machine. Yeah, we do. Um, we do. I'm good with Neil. Yeah, before you get into the names, what's the, what, 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 what Joel, what's his name? <laughs> what's yeah, but that? Joel. Yep, that's all, folks. Attenborough? Mm-hmm. Attenborough. Yeah, fuck that guy. Why? I was just, yeah. I was just thinking about it. Fuck him. <laughs> right. He invited fuck you. Him. No, he didn't win. Yeah. I still haven't got no invites. He messaged me nothing. about inviting Wait. you. I think oh, he, he messaged Brent about inviting me. I don't think he, I don't hmm. think you check your messages on Facebook or something. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> so if maybe if, it's a boomerang message. He's in Australia. It just comes back to him. Comes back to him. Well, yeah, yeah. It might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck so you boomerang. I did. I noticed because I didn't get the call. It came yeah. back. See, you ring. No, nothing. Hmm. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that, that Don't ding the bell. For that. <laughs> yeah, that was, I can't ding, ding your own bell. I can't. I you ding can't my own bell. Ding your own bell. I always ding my own bell. No, you yeah, can't. Yeah, but ding you normally your own ding your own bell when it was ding worthy. Yeah. Can if I we're laughing at it, then know. you can ding your own bell. If we, it was negative. I should have left it alone because I got a laugh. I yeah. didn't deserve a bell. If we tell you don't ding your own bell, you can't argue with us about dinging your own bell. Well, ah, but don't. That's how you take it back. That's it. There you I go. appreciate I like it. it. So first we want to thank our patron, Matt J. J-A-Y, not just the letter J. Hmm. I Because if it was just J-A-Y. the letter J, I'd have been talking some shit. I think yeah. he's got a different last name, but he's always got a joint stuck right behind his ear. He's got a J. Yeah, he's J. got a J ready to go behind his ear and some very colorful sunglasses. And it's not like new marijuana either. It's like old school 70s It's a just-in-case shit. joint, but he doesn't rotate stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes home and smokes every night, but yeah. that's the joint well, that's always behind his yeah, ear. It's a, it's a spliff. It's not a... It's a little waxy. It's been there since he was 13. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and he's afraid to smoke it. Yeah. Like just every time point, he tries to, he yeah. shakes like Michael J. Fox. That's where he gets. The J, that's where <laughs> yeah. Michael J. Fox. The yeah. J. I got it. And then we have uh, Gavin Cook. Mm. And before you make judgment, his last name is spelled C-O-O-K-E. Oh, that fuck. That was that. Close. Uh, uh. That's fucking Gavin Kooky, fool. Yeah, it is. A little, yeah, That's you, Gavin you Kooky. You can't just leave the E silent. No, 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 no. no. We can't. No E's left behind. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so Gavin Kooky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kooky Gavin. That's the what they called him. Kooky. They called kooky. him that in preschool. He was always pulling his dick out. Yep. Yeah. Old yeah. In preschool. Old fucking. Kooky Cutter. Yeah. That's what they called him. Bukaki Bukuki. Yeah, yep. Bukuki. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we have Andrew Edwards. Andrew Edwards. I feel, oh. the, I feel the pretension on that one. Do you? Oh, yeah. Andrew Edwards. The third. Those are both last mm-hmm. names, pretty much, right? No, it'd have to be Andrews. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. Andrew. Andrews Edwards. Andrews Edwards. Yeah. That, that happens to me all the time on the phone. People have two last names, and I'm like, thanks, Bill. Yeah, I should have just left it alone and said goodbye. Like I, said, I don't know if I said their first name or the last name. It happened to me today. It's like... Bill would be the, probably first the first name. name. No, like... Why is there confusion? I can't think of the other name, but it was yeah. the situation was I thought Bill, and then I looked at it, and I was like... like Mahoney? I think because the that's order that it was on name. the phone, it was the last name was Mahoney Bill. Mahoney Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be well, Bill Mahoney. It wasn't Mahoney, though, in this case. Sure it was. No, no. Andrew Edwards. Yeah. Moving well, on. If his name was Billiam. Folks, Billiam. let me tell you the story about Mahoney Bill. Yeah. He was a prospector. <laughs> <laughs> Mahoney, Mahoney, Bill's, Bill is, Mahoney Bill's way cooler than a name that we've mentioned so far. Andrew yeah. Edwards, Mah- Mahoney cool. Bill's like a cop on Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Like that's He's yeah. in Beverly Hills Cop 4. Yeah. It turns out he's the villain. Yeah. Yeah. I like how deep we got on Mahoney Bill. Gold, you say? <laughs> Up in them mountains. <laughs> the Sassafras. Le- the legend of Mahoney Bill. Mahoney Bill. Then we have Hillary Flockhart. Hillary Flockhart. She's been around a while. Yeah. She's been around a while. Noble. Yeah. Around. Checks the knit. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Cock sweaters. Yeah, cock sweaters. Two yeah. sticks rubbing together. Yeah. Yeah. She makes ball hands. satchels. Yeah. Oh, ball satchel yeah. and a cock yeah. sweater. Yeah. I still want a yeah. cock sweater. It's too warm for me to wear my cock sweater she made me. Yeah. But once it gets cold, like once I hit the desert, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be sporting it. It's yeah. green. It's probably itchy. No. Wool it's made out of cashmere. Mm. Cashmere. Cashmere. Yeah. That's where they finally shred cash and yeah. weave it. Yeah. Yep. And then we have Johnny Rainey. See, that's... He's a greaser. J-O-N-N-Y. He wears a leather jacket for sure, slicks his hair right. back. I think you're right. Pack of cigarettes, rolled up a white an t-shirt. H. There's no I think H it's a, in his name. I think it's a woman. I think you guys are all wrong about this. You think Johnny Rainey's a woman? Yeah. Is she a greaser? No. She's no. a... She's a, a. What if it was Rainy Johnny and it was she's a, she's, she's a mother. Rainy Johnny, always weeping. She's a got, mother. If you got a Rainy Johnny, you might need an antibiotic. <laughs> she's a, that means you got gonorrhea if you got a Rainy Johnny. <laughs> she's a single mother just trying to, you know, go get through college. Yeah, gonorrhea. Yeah. The old Rainy Johnny. And a stripper. Okay. I was waiting. I was way too positive. <laughs> I was waiting <laughs> for the for yeah. the shoe to drop. So. She loves the tips. Just the tips? Just the tips. Yeah. She prides so, herself on 1,022 tips. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for being our patrons. Um, if you want to become a patron uh, for as little as a dollar, you get our bonus episodes uh, that we record every week. It's a whole lot of extra content. Um, if you go up to five or 10, et cetera, you get uh, early releases. You get the video stream um, when we go live. And then you start to get sweet, sweet shirts sweet and sweeter shirts. Yeah. And sweeter don't get shirts. left behind because there are only so many patron spots. We have it capped. Um, so we, get in there. We, we just never you announced can. it. Yeah, you never That's know. That's true. You We're never know. Like 20 something or 30, 30 something from 600 right now from 600 patrons. Yeah, nice. We're yeah. there. You guys are fucking awesome. Good job. You are awesome. Yeah. We love it. We appreciate it. So I'm going to check it right now. I think that's all the business I had. Yeah. We're getting into the funny 20. Um, so our topic is, um, don't try and hide it. They already know. Yeah. Our topic came from, um, actually one of last week's topics when mm-hmm. we talked about Eminem and then at one point we started talking about Marilyn Manson, and I know Marilyn Manson has been posted in um, some of the votes over the over the years. People have long to talk about uh, Marilyn Manson, and then uh, Brent, you brought it up, yeah. 
Well, we talked about it last week, yeah. But then you're the one that put yeah. it in the You're the in, one. In the you're, boat. You did it. You did. You're our. You're you're the one. Your face is. Yeah. I like that a lot. Jurgen. Your face is. Your that's face fantastic. is. I'm gonna start saying that at work. Yeah, I can, like, any that's my that's been my go to for a long <laughs> yeah, time. That's fantastic. What are you doing, man? Your face is. Yeah, especially when there's doesn't make any sense at it all. It doesn't. It yeah. never does. Yeah. Never does. That's yeah. the best. How's your weekend? Your face is. It's sweating. Yeah. It's oh, fucking yeah. hot right here. It's hot. The thing moving? It's good, yeah. yeah it's moving. No. Is it? Yeah. It's moving. Uh, yeah. God, that thing moves slow. It's tricky. So Marilyn Manson, um, obviously, uh, he was a huge uh, influence in music in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, major pop culture figure. I, when I was researching him and I was looking into him, it's like he's been kind of low profile for a couple of years. And I really had to think if you were like younger, you might not have ever really experienced the the Marilyn Manson um, vibe. Yeah, the most you, recent you would. I saw he looked weird, man. He kind of looked bloated. I was like, oh, he looks weird. He's a little, he's a little chub. But this yeah. is the thing that I like about Marilyn Manson is his, the persona of Marilyn Manson that he puts on is so often grotesque and disturbing that the older he gets, the better it'll be, the better it will be. Yeah. I get that like for sure. So many rockers. It's like, Oh, I have like, a, I'm like glam with really long hair. And it's like, yeah, but then when you got 40, you started working. getting a bald spot. Yeah. yeah. Ozzy, Ozzy big, don't look like Ozzy no more. Right. Like, exactly. But it's uh, like for him, the yeah. older and the, Ozzy's all right. Cause though. his thing is, Alice Cooper is, looks all right. Alice Coop, they, Alice they don't though. They don't though. They, they when, you, when you compare them to how on. they looked back in the day, yeah, they just, they just don't look right. There's a disconnect, but this, like Richards, the walking dresses himself up so Even strangely Tyler. and puts on makeup that that is disturbing like he fucks with your your psyche with his makeup like one eye will be slightly larger than the other with well, pupils that do something we, like a lot of times it's obvious a lot of times it's subtle yeah. but he like plays up weird like discrepancies on his face or just something that just makes it grotesque and weird and stand out so i think the older he gets that's not going to have any impact. He was hot when, when he was pregnant. He was pretty hot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was, you know what? It's, it's that, it's that, um, the Diantred chick. What's her name? Uh, Yolani. Yolandi. Yolandi. Mm-hmm. She's fucking weird. And she does weird shit with makeup and her hair is fucking weird, but there's something about her. Like you look at some, right. there's things you're like, Oh, she's actually like a good looking person. Mm-hmm. And at times, you know, you see him like, especially when he was younger, like in the late nineties mm-hmm. and his hair was straightened and he like has this, like, you don't know if he's male or female and like, androgynous. And, and, yeah, he's androgynous he's and, he, and he's, and he's made it to be that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's made it to be that when you're like, wow, he's very pretty almost, you know, like, but in a, in a weird satanic way. Right. You know what I mean? And, and you said like, you said he puts on this, like his persona mm-hmm. anymore. It's not. No, he no. became at some point he became Marilyn Manson. Right. You know, like he, he took away Brian Warner went away Yeah, yeah, yeah. and fucking yeah. he became what he invented. Well, there was even, even one of the things that I read somewhere in my notes, but uh, it might be more. He found right himself now. too though. Well, cause he, yeah, and I think, I think it's just the stuff he believed in because the way he grew up and we'll get into it, I'm sure. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, you know, like they, you know, watching the documentaries and stuff and watching, you know, I I've followed, I mean, Marilyn Manson's been, you know, like from and 1994 is probably, I mean, I would argue that 1994 was one of the greatest years of music 
ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would go up against, you know what I mean? Stuff coming out that, that changed music in a sense. Right. I, I think 1994 was one of those years. Right. Um, I, you had so, I mean, with hip hop, with rock and roll, with everything. I mean, you had Marilyn Manson coming mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. at the same time as, you know, the chronic, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and right. those are fucking boys and men. I'll make love to you. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> I love your way by big mountain. <laughs> I'm just saying like there were flavor game in your ear by Craig Mack. Yeah. Know? All you for one. I swear. I swear. By the buddy Holly by Weezer though. Basket case, green day. And there's yeah, I mean, there's some. I mean, but, play. but if you look at, it, I mean, there there are game changers in '94 that came out, and music changed from '94 on, right? And uh, Marilyn Manson was part of that, uh, and and it's pretty like the more you dig into it, was into like it, Green Day and Stone Temple Pilots, like a bunch of that alternative rock shit that came. Well, out there was grunge too. rock. There was there was you know Alice in Chains. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. was Nirvana. You yep. know what I mean? Like all that yep. stuff. '94 to '96, you know, was was huge in that. No, my old ass true. was in high school. That was my yeah, sophomore through senior yeah. year. And that no, shit that was, was a big, that was yeah. a but big, I didn't know, I, you know, time. I never think about it when I, I thought maybe it's because that age that I was, that's no, like when music mattered a, more to me. I played guitar. No, I think it was just, and I was learning all that there shit. There was good music. Then, yeah. You know. Well, yeah, the music changed. I could, like play, I said, the, I could play the beginning of every it, one it of those songs. Like, like, especially like hip hop, it changed from, you know, Big Daddy Kane style, Run DMC style flows to this gangster rap, right. you know, like it, it changed. Yeah, Music changed. You had Snoop sure. Dogg. You had, you know what I mean? Like the, right. these artists came out. We're going to do Run um, MC next week. Yeah, Biggie right. Smalls. I mean, like, you know, Tupac, you know, like th- things were coming out in that era that were just like fucking mind-blowing right. for the date, you mm-hmm. know, for the, mm-hmm. for the time. Yeah. But I think as far as the name goes, he even talks about the fact that for the biggest, for a very long time, it was there's me and yeah. then there's Marilyn Manson and Marilyn Manson, like he even says, I forget the exact quote, but he's like, Marilyn Manson is a thing that I own. Yeah. Like I own the copyright. I own the intellectual property. It is a thing I own. It isn't me. And then at one point he talks about the fact that his mom always only calls him Brian. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah Brian yeah, calls Brian him Brian, Warner. but that his dad eventually started calling him Manson, Mr. Manson. And so that he wouldn't call him Marilyn. Uh, yeah. And then reporters would, be, would say like, you actually call him that. And he's like, yeah, out of respect for the artist. Right. So I think at a certain point there's a, a merger, but yeah. there's, I mean, but he's, and it's one thing that we'll definitely get into. He's very, He's very aware of what he's doing. Yeah. He's very he's intelligent. Very savvy. Oh, he's very yeah. smart. He yeah. knows exactly how to manipulate the like. In a way, I think it's you know it's it's part of Eminem. You know, like he yeah. knew exactly what rhymes to write to piss people off yeah. and how far to push them well, you to know, get enough you know, attention from one side and enough love from the other side. And Marilyn Manson yeah. did the same thing. Like, you, how can I push myself to to make a certain group of society utterly hate me, which is going to make my fan base utterly love well, me? One of the things that he said was that he 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 just wanted a reaction. Right. So it didn't matter if it was good or bad. He didn't want you to be not looking at it right right he wanted you to either react fucking hatred towards him right or you love it you know i mean i think you said too if you do anything to the extreme enough you will be famous right and the marketing and branding of the name itself is like when you think about the iconography of like who is famous who do we hold in high regard in society it's rock stars Mm -hmm. sex symbols Mm -hmm. and serial killers right 
That's the people that we right. let, that we like make your and your he, icons. Yeah. He merges yeah. all three. Yeah, and so it's right. like who's the hottest chick ever, Marilyn? You know Monroe. Monroe right. And then who's fucking crazy? Who's what's the, crazy the craziest? Manson. Who's, yeah. Manson. What's a household yeah. name for that? Right. Manson. And right. puts them two together. And it, he said when he first said it, it was like the words abracadabra coming out of his mouth. Right. He said it felt like magic. You know what I mean? And that's happened for well, us it's for because projects. You, know, like, you yeah. say Sofa well, King, he, we said Podbelly. When I said some of those things, yeah. that shit just worked. One right. of the things you you know you might not know about him is he's an artist. You know what I mean? Not just musically. He wasn't very musically inclined when mm -hmm. he was young. He really didn't um, play instruments at all. When he first told everyone he was, was going to start a band. Yeah, well, he played he the triangle. He didn't play anything when he first yeah, started telling right. everyone. He was he knew music, but he knew it from like a journalistic point of yeah, view. Right, from a right. fan, like he was like into the hardcore shit. He knew about the history of a bunch of bands, and he knew you know a way to. Well, to he speak wanted to be a journalist, right. but he didn't actually you know, physically yeah. play or have any type of musical skill yeah. at all. Couldn't right. sing, couldn't right. play mm -hmm. any mm -hmm. instruments. To the point that he had stage fright. Like they started doing their crazy propaganda and all their fucking shit before the band even existed. Right, like they're yeah. making shit and pushing it and there wasn't even a band. Well, it's right, something we've right. talked about before was that sometimes like, sometimes the marketing is better than the actual product Thing itself. Right. You know, and right. that that's for a lot of things. And, and you look that's the part, you have to it. fake yeah. it till you make it. You yeah. have to look the part. Yeah. And I like his music. I've never been like super crazy in love with it, but I've always liked it. When I was looking at his discog discography, I probably have maybe... I think he's done five, 10 albums, 11 albums. He's done, yeah, 10 he's done, albums. yeah, 10 or 11. He I think it's 11 is 11, coming out. Like, I think it just came out, coming out this came year. Out in, yeah. came out in July, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. But um, I think I've owned like five of them. Yeah. Um, and I like them. It's not like in permanent. It's one of those. It's one of those things that's in my music collection. And like once a year, I'll see it. And I'm like, oh, fuck Marilyn Manson. And I'll like put yeah. some tracks well, on. And there's there's and always really dig it. And then like in uh, I was pleasantly surprised that like the main theme song for the first John Wick was his song. Yeah. Like and then like even the instrumental tracks kind of riffed into what that song was. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. It was like a good. You're the strange yeah. one for sure, though. Like, I like, and but so is Johnny Depp. Like, him and Johnny yeah. Depp are buddies. They are. And it makes a lot of sense when you look at him, you're like, oh, fucking Mad Hatter, Willy Wonka, fucking Jack Sparrow, right. weird ass Johnny right. Depp. Right. Of course yeah. they would click. Yeah. Like, because you don't feel like you could hang out with Johnny Depp ever. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You feel like if you, if you ran into Keanu Reeves at the fucking pizza place, he'd be fucking cool. Yeah, you could shoot the shit. And but if you there. ran into like Johnny Depp, it would yeah. be awkward. He would say hi. He would be nice. Right. But I don't think you could chill and have a conversation with him. I just think he's a trip. I think he'd be weird. Yeah. And I think the same thing about Marilyn Manson. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You yeah. might like, uh, you might be off on the wrong foot on that though too. Like they might just be kind of like whatever and you're thinking about them in their personas, you know, maybe. Well, cause I've heard, I've heard like radio interviews or like stuff on Sirius XM with, with Marilyn Manson. And he's like, he is weird. Like he's, I think they're he's just different. Too, I think they're too intellectual. I think he's that different, like, but he's also like, he he's normal. It'd be like the, the goodwill time, hunting you know? thing where the girl asked him if, uh, if he wants to get together and have coffee and he's like, Oh yeah, well we could get together and have a bowl of caramels. When you think about it, it's just as arbitrary as coffee. It's like that kind of shit. Like, right. why do we get together to have coffee? We could just have caramels. Like, that's a weird intellectual joke and observation. I think they're that kind of mentality. Right. So it would be hard to be relatable to them. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that they're fucking superstars. Like, I right. just don't think right. they'd be relatable. Where I think someone like Keanu Reeves would still be like, yeah, man, you want the rest of this fucking pizza? Like, have a seat. But I would say the difference between Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson is I've seen a lot of interviews with Marilyn Manson and the interviews at the end of the day make me stop and go, 
oh, there's something to that guy. Like oh, that for guy's sure. really fucking bright. That yeah. guy's, and like I end up watching an interview with Johnny Depp, and it's like you're watching an interview with a space alien. Yeah. yeah. It's like he doesn't quite know how to be human well, or how to Marilyn Manson. He's like, like trapped between characters. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. he's just like this right. moldable like right. I said that about Jim Carrey. Blank mange, like who is know? Jim Carrey? Who is right. Johnny right. Depp? He does yeah. which one of those is he? When you yeah. have the ability to to flex and merge and morph into these yeah. things, which one do you settle on? Right. I think right. you constantly are are morphing to like adapt to the current situation yeah maybe. Yeah. like michael moore interviewed marilyn manson about the columbine thing and it was mm-hmm. like he said what would you say to those kids and his answer like stumped everyone because they were blaming that shit he's like i wouldn't say anything i'd sit down and listen right and Damn. it's like those right. kids need yeah some yeah like, fuck yeah, yeah no, i wouldn't say anything smart, i wouldn't listen to them it's the same I mean? thing like because like, it was relatable for him he understands right, those kind right. of kids the the smashing pumpkins i fucking hate the smashing pumpkins like i don't <laughs> like them i actually like but i don't i don't like their music at all but Billy Corgan got the big muff is a smart, normal sounding dude. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking sure. normal guy and he's sure. super intelligent. Yeah. Like if you listen to him on an interview or listen to him talk, like you're just like, oh wow, this guy's fucking badass. He's right. super cool. Right. And then you hear I hate his music. Like I just don't like his music. That's just me. But I would be friends with him. Like he's a super his cool. His voice is dude. just an acquired yeah, taste. Yeah, yeah. It's good music. It's just And it's not even his like, voice. He doesn't talk like that. Right. He's not like fucking Gilbert Gottfried, you know, like where he's just <laughs> right. like fucking all right. the time. You're just like, God damn this motherfucker. You and know? it's a horrible paraphrase, but I even read uh him talking about Marilyn Manson, like looking back at Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And he he basically said, you know, like he knew that there was a need for this music and this person At in this the in the culture yep. before anybody else did. And he was able to leverage that and be that thing. And that think, was part of his I genius. think he also said, yeah. um, I didn't like the world I was living in, so I created a new one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So his early life, um, he was born to just a, a regular, fairly religious family. Um, they were pretty religious. Yeah. They were... His, they were- uh, one of them was Epis- uh, Episcopal and the other one was Roman Catholic. And he attended, I think, an Episcopal school. Yes. That's a um, crazy word. Yeah, it is. Uh, until 10th grade, he went to a religious school. So he was definitely raised. It's not in, in, No. Yeah, I watched a couple documentaries. And yeah, he was in a, an extreme religious environment, really. Right. But he said one of the turning points was... Well, for one, so some music things that happen, but he found his grandfather's porno stash. He like knocked something over. Oh, damn. And his mm. grandfather had a train collection. Like, I don't remember if it was in a room oh, or yeah, a basement or something. Oh, yeah, it was all about the caboose. Yeah, he had a train collection. And uh, he would go in there and the trains would turn on and it would, the noise of the trains and stuff was covering up that he was actually doing some really fucking <laughs> sick shit in there. And he had some <laughs> freaky fucking porn in there. And he found it and that like exposed him to like, oh, fuck, my grandpa is like this God fearing fucking whatever guy supposed to be Mayberry around here and meanwhile he's behind everyone's back looking at this fucking freaky ass crazy porn right right you know and so then he realized because when you're in that type of environment it's almost cultish when you're in a religious town um mm-hmm. surrounded by well, religious in the people Bible Belt. Yeah. in a in a christian school like and your friends are christian like it's it's hard. not you don't get well, like, a lot of exposure to they're anything telling outside you of that they're telling you constantly too that this stuff's bad like this right. music well, that's bad. part of what happened they roll. told him don't do don't this. listen don't to do that, that music and it yeah. exposed him to it yeah everything he, he said that uh that he fell in love with what he wasn't supposed to do because right. his entire upbringing was you can't do this you can't think yeah. like that you can't do that and all those things became the things that he wanted to encapsulate and, and yeah and his whole existence is i i feel like i mean not that we're the same but i feel like um like the understanding of me and Marilyn Manson is kind of similar. Like, I feel like the way that he approached like religion and stuff, like I did that. Like when I was in suicide Kings, like we talked about religion and not saying like, 
like he doesn't worship the devil or you know what I mean? Like he's not, he's not satanic in any form, but he approaches religion as like, look at this hypocrisy. Right. Like what's going on here. Right. And he's trying to throw, he's trying to throw that in everybody's face, you know, like saying, Oh, you're the devil. You're the devil. And he's like, well, you're supposed to be Christian. Why are you judging me? And I think as that's I a, stand here, you I know, think like, that's one of the key through lines in his music is pointing out hypocrisy. Yeah. He points out, from he points the beginning, out hypocrisy yeah. in our culture, in, in what the media does. I mean, even his very name, yeah. Like juxtaposing the most beautiful people in our culture to the most monstrous people in our culture yeah. and merging them into one being of Marilyn Manson. Like it's all about the juxtaposition and it's yeah. all about. The, it's brilliant. I mean, yeah, it, it, really it, is. it is it part really of, is. I mean, it's, but it's part, I mean, it's, it's him, you know what I mean? Like he, everything that he was raised to be was like, he's like, I'm not fucking, I'm not this, right. you know what I mean? And, and he went against Say it. the church again. Episcopal. It's Episcopal. Episcopal. There we yeah. go. There we go. Episcopal. Episcopal. You're, thinking, you're thinking of Joe Piscopo. <laughs> Maybe. Joe Pesci. Uh, Episcopal. Yeah. Someone in the, in the live what's feed up, said What's it. that thing called? Where he, in, in Casino, he put his, head in the, put his head in the thing. Someone also came up with a pretty dope name for you. No? It's, it's the words a lot. No. No? No. That's, no? that's horrible. That's yeah. not dope. Why would you say that? Well, you tried. No. I was just trying to give him some leg up, try to give you a positive into the little fucking little sis, little big sis or whatever. Yeah, that I was thought, good. no way. No, that, that was good. I'm way off base. Yeah. Well, you have to think of the character that it's yeah. portraying. Karen right. Hintz, Karen Hintz only almost lost her name. I mean, yeah. that's how. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. There's an actual Karen. I think everyone named Karen in the world is fucking screwed now. And Chad. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Chad. Yeah. Chad and yeah. Karen yeah. are fucked. Chad and Karen. Yeah. Host. <laughs> At least for a generation. For right yeah. now, yeah. 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 They'll that. be back. Fucking They'll be back. Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Used to be Shaniqua. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's Karen. True. Now it's Karen. So he ended up becoming a student at a community college in uh, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And he was working on a degree in journalism, and he started working for a magazine called The 25th Parallel. And he ended up getting, a, like, his beat was to cover music. So he interviewed. He did, he did weird stuff, too, though, not just music. Like, he would, inter, in, uh, he would uh, interview strippers and, like, fucking, like, all kinds of weird people. And really? the guy was just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like, whatever. It. It's like an entertainment yeah. magazine, right. you know? Like, and he would interview weird people. They also said that he approached it from a different perspective. Like, the, his questions weren't like, what got you started in music? It wasn't that kind of shit. Right. It was right. like dark, deep, weird, thought provoking yeah. fucking yeah. angles when yeah. you interview a band, like asking shit that no one would ask yeah. from and a different inter- angle. He interviewed Trent Reznor backstage after one of his shows. And he even, like, it wasn't like they clicked right away or something. He thought um, they did. He, but, well, no, he said that. Uh, he went back and told his buddy, like, we fucked. Got along great no, it was his boss. And that's yeah. what it was. And his boss is like, I bet he doesn't even fucking remember who you well, are. Well, his memoir that he wrote, he told it as a different version because oh, for he, sure. he said he wrote that, that before he was famous, right? I don't know. He wrote no, his he own, wrote a, he wrote wrote his own autobiography he wrote before he was he famous. He wrote another, he wrote another one, one now. Like some David yeah, Bowie shit. Recently. Yeah. Because in that Which one, he's... David Bowie is one of his huge influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So In that one, he said that, that Trent Reznor um, was... Uh, he sat there and talked to him backstage after the interview for quite a while, and he said that it was more because he couldn't leave yet, 
and he had nothing else to do backstage, so he it. might as well sit there and shoot the shit with this interviewer. Like it wasn't like yeah. they clicked. It was like was just, the band the isn't time. done, and we're not leaving, yeah. and I'm stuck in this fucking room, and might this well guy's kind of cool. Interview. Yeah. Oh, the interview's over. I got to talk to somebody. I'm just going to sit here and shoot the shit with this guy because he even said that years later when he met Trent Reznor musically that he had like no memory of one of the of one that. of the weird things that that I I mean it probably happens like this with everybody I mean it happened I guess it does happen it's kind of like a happenstance thing you actually but like hit yourself in that the face interview when you're off. yeah I mean it always happens but <laughs> um, no but like that interview that happens he everyone. just happened to get that interview with Trent Reznor mm-hmm. and like he just happens to do these things yeah. that ultimately are the reason they becomes what he is you know like that interview right there if that wouldn't have happened he wouldn't we wouldn't have marilyn manson right no i agree and there's probably a i don't know the backstory but there's probably a good chance that that interview was something he shouldn't have and couldn't have really landed it was just like i've got my bullshit press pass right i'm at this concert he probably somebody else that was like legit from rolling stone or something probably wheeled and dealed his way into the back with his press pass until he ran into the room that trent was in and fucking like like you get the feeling that a lot of this stuff that he did early on was all about faking it till you make it and just like you know the worst they can say is no and he was smart i mean he could social engineer people Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he talked the talk Mm -hmm. i was asking brent if he saw that did you see the phil donahue when he was on phil donahue no i mean early early 90s like before they were called Marilyn Manson and the spooky kids and he's on this fucking show about mosh pitting you know Phil Donahue's you know has all Uh these people on stage about mosh pitting and the parents are coming you know they're you know, he takes the mic over to him and and they're like oh first of all I'd like to say I'm, I'm sorry for the parents you know, like of all these kids, you know, right. like it's these fucking classic, like, you know, right. Right. And, uh, and, and he's on there and he's just like, he's using just big words, explaining yeah. these things. And you're just like, a juxtapose exact right, fucking yeah. like, he's got fucking makeup on long hair Different like colored eyes yeah fucking and, just yeah. crazy looking his yeah. band members are dressed as fucking john wayne gacy clowns and right, shit right and he's just like explaining things fundamentally that you're like okay like that, yeah, makes, that makes fucking perfect, perfect sense, sense. Yeah, yeah like he's explaining the psyche of why people would do a mosh pit right like how it's not erotic but they get that same feeling from it and all right, this weird right. shit and you're just like this motherfucker is just, he's just fucking on a different level. And it's like, I, I look at him and I like in a similar vein to how I really look at Madonna. I don't think mm-hmm. Madonna was ever a great musician. And I don't think Marilyn Manson. Was Have you heard material great, girl? I don't think Marilyn Manson was ever a yeah. great musician, but they were good enough to make music that sold. Yeah. And they were so savvy about their image and about the, and they yeah. positioned themselves to have the exact impact on culture that they yeah. wanted. Madonna didn't blow up because her music was incredible. She her blew up because of good. how she dressed, how she acted, and the controversy, controversy, yeah. like what she said in interviews, the persona, well, and I think, which wasn't her. That that persona wasn't her. Yeah, that was Madonna. Yeah, I, I guess that was. And I and I but. think and I think that's true in a sense for Marilyn Manson, but now he's been put on like the top 100 vocalists sure. in the oh, world. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like ever. Right. And you're just like, damn, like he's, he started as nothing and turned into mm-hmm. one of the greatest right. of all times. And, and, you know, and we'll stay there goes, yeah, yeah. as far as rock and roll yeah. goes. Yeah. As far as his, yeah, his what's the next level, what's going to happen. So fucking animatronic fucking right. cyborg right. person is going to yeah. show up on the scene. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, 
It's it's crazy. Music's funny because you think that it can't evolve. You're like you're like, what yeah. else is next? Right. And then somebody comes out with some shit, and you're with, like, yeah. what the what fuck the is fuck that? Is or that? I hate that. Yeah. And then a couple years later, you're like, oh, they were just ahead of their time. It's gonna be yeah, Hoverlord. Yeah, yeah. That guy's yeah, show, yeah I, 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 I Green like, Goblin. Yeah. With the fucking- <laughs> I I go back to albums like consistently, like something that came out, and I was like, just I didn't even want to hear it. Right. I was like, nah, this this nah, like this isn't good. And then I go back to it five years later, maybe 10 years later, and I'm like, oh, wow. For me, that's the eternal lesson of Paul's Boutique by the Beastie Boys. When Paul's Boutique Paul's came Boutique, out, I just yeah. thought it was fucking bullshit, and yeah. I hated it. That was the and album pr- or the song? The album, and there was a song as well, but it was, okay. their, it was their second album. Yeah. I, and it, I was just like, this is a bullshit album. Yeah. And I list, you know, again, it was probably five, six, seven, eight years later. And I listened to it again. And I was like, no, that shit was fucking dope. Yeah. Like it was dope. They were ahead of you. Always fucking dope. Yeah. They were just ahead of you. They just weren't there by a couple of years. Yeah. You were just there there to listen to it. Yeah. 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 So it's always worth going back and listening to stuff that you thought you might not like. You guys ever heard Lepronomicon? Lepronomicon. I have. have. Lepronomicon. They come out as dead leprechauns on stage, bro. Yeah. And this shit in a pot of gold. Yeah. That's going to happen. Something's got to happen. It's got to be crazy. Like, you know, the triple that, flute. That's not right. it, though. That's it, it's, for it's sure. Right. You can't say. You don't know. That's true. You I didn't think there's going to be a, a pregnant fucking dude that was all fucking androgynous with fucking oh, titties and cutting oh, his chest with beer bottles. Oh, well, that was inevitable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? That was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So they I'm end up touch. starting their, their uh, band um, in Fort Lauderdale in 1989. Um, they were again Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids, but they drummed it down to just Marilyn Manson. So the guitarist, uh, who was actually the only this the only other f- official member well, of the band, yeah, they, everybody else was rotating. Yeah, they they made it they made it Marilyn Manson after they got a record deal. After they started dealing with uh, actually actually after they started dealing with their manager. Right. He, he basically said, "No, nah, nah, this isn't going to work," and started changing stuff. And right. that's when it kind of started getting. Well, and weird. the spooky kids, like that wasn't yeah, last. Bad, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that was that's, to get all that's those the little, high school band name. It was yeah. to get all yeah, the little yeah, goth yeah. girls in there right. with their lunchboxes. Is what it was. So they all took. Where the spooky kids? They all took naming like Marilyn Manson did. So there was Daisy Berkowitz. Um, there was uh, uh, Twiggy Ramirez, and there was Madonna Wayne Gacy. Wasn't there Gidget Gein? Again, they rotated. That's like Marilyn Manson. Gidjagin's pretty good. The two permanent ones were Daisy Berkowitz and Marilyn Manson, and then everybody else would sort of come and go. Those were the two main um, band members. But um, yeah, so they had a weird thing where they started performing under multiple band names because they had contracts with certain venues to only to perform. So he kind of pulled an early prince and was like, well, I can record over here if I call myself something else. Yeah. So he had other bands called Satan on Fire and Mrs. Scab Tree um, <laughs> were two of the bands that, <laughs> were, that, that, that they funny. were doing uh, early, early shows with. So they did shows like this for about four years and um, just crazy gone off the wall stuff that they would do and they were getting their music better and better and then um, that was when in 1993 uh, they ended up somehow getting uh, Trent Reznor's attention um, as musicians and he he wasn't like you know he was never like over the top with his like Marilyn Manson, you know. Like yeah, but in, he he basically he basically said like he told inner because they were having trouble getting a record deal, mm-hmm. and nobody would. They were like, yeah, like we like the band, but we don't like the singer, or like right. this or that. Like he's pretentious, we don't like mm-hmm. him. And and uh, Reznor told Interscope like basically they gave they gave Reznor his own label, right? 
called nothing. Mm -hmm. And Reznor basically told Interscope, like, if you don't sign them, then I'm gone too. Right, right. Put his whole shit on the line, like, for Marilyn Manson. Because he knew, like, Reznor also understands the, the... the art of juxtaposition, the art of, you know, critiquing your society. Yeah. And no one was really doing it in a, other than hip hop, like people just weren't doing yeah. it at some visceral level. Well, it was the and grunge was, scene. It was the grunge know. scene at the time though. And they're, you know, oh, poor me. Poor right, right, right. Myself, and then you know, this fucking, is like, not you know. poor me, fuck you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he had to have just seen it and been blown away yeah. and just been like, no, this is the fucking guy. Like I'm signing this guy. Like this is gonzo, you know? Yeah. And from the beginning, like from, I mean, I mean, from his first like studio album, like uh, and the Antichrist Superstar or whatever, mm-hmm. like the names of his songs. If you go back, if you look, my at buddy the had names a band called songs, Jesus Christ Muscle Car, and I didn't realize until Antichrist Superstar that that was a spinoff. Of it was that. a spinoff, yeah. yeah. But the I names, Jesus, the, Christ Muscle Jesus Christ Superstar was. The oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah okay. Jesus, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, yeah. When I heard Antichrist. Yeah. What's it? Antichrist, Jesus Christ Superstar. What was it? Antichrist. It was the Antichrist something. Well, Jesus you Christ Superstar right. was the original one. Okay. Like the 1960s. That's Antichrist. What they're, that's what they're spinning Antichrist Superstar is his Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Oh, so he spun off and so did he my spun off. That's yeah. right. right. Also, I had a buddy that had a band called Feces and Blood. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's and Sharon funny. Tate. Sharon's so, Tate. Sharon's Taint. So <laughs> they, um, he recorded the remake of Sweet Dreams Are Made of This from the Eurythmics um, along with Trent Reznor. And then they did, uh, he invited him on the Downward Spiral Tour, which was a huge tour for Trent Reznor. Um, and he even says, like, in retrospect, like, he him, he was like, I was so fucking gone in that tour, I don't even remember it. Wow. He was like, I don't remember touring with Marilyn Manson because we were so fucked up oh, yeah. all the time. God, can you imagine you that? Know? You don't remember and doing Matt, all those shows and now on he's, stage? He's yeah. straight. Like, he's, he's like, he doesn't drink, he doesn't do drugs. Yeah. And he's like, and people think that the rift that developed between him and Marilyn Manson largely had to do with that drugs. moment. Yeah. Like, once he was like, I'm now straight and sober. Oh, yeah. We're not touring together. We can't really kick it. Like, you know. Hey, bro, I can't shit on the hotel floor with you anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You know, remember when we yeah. pissed on that deaf chick? We can't yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sober now. Remember when we Gigi Allender? Yeah. Yeah. No, and they have, you know, it said they have an on again, off again relationship. And I guess right. now they're pretty good. Like they've been, they're, they've, they've reconciled. Yeah. Even like you know. Trent Reznor has a song called Starfuckers Incorporated that kind of takes a shit on what it's like to be a celebrity and supposedly it was about Marilyn Manson yeah. and like one or two other people. And this was even when their rift was, was like already deep. Yeah. And even when like, and this says something about Marilyn Manson's ability to position himself in pop culture. So he and Trent Reznor have fallen out. Trent Reznor just made a song talking shit about him. And his response isn't, Oh fuck that guy. His response is to call Trent Reznor and say, Hey dude, let me direct the music video. Cause yeah, that would be the and shit. he did, that's and that's fucking badass. <laughs> because he, you know, like one of the things, like with Marilyn Manson, like if you think about it, like he's he's basically through his career going through an identity crisis, mm-hmm. and and how like how fucked up of a person are you at certain stages in your life? Like, you know, you're getting a divorce or your mom dies or your dad dies or fucking whatever, your kid dies. Like those things change you internally. And as a person and the people around you no longer can be the people around you. Right. Now on this level of, of superstardom and fame, 
uh, he's going through this fucking who am I? You know, yeah, like he's he's sure. battling between fucking Brian Warner and Marilyn Manson to right. take over. Right. And and what do I want? Right. You know, and and who am I? Uh, so to keep a friend, you know, especially somebody in the music industry, mm -hmm. somebody trying to help you out. Right. You know, and he's probably just fucking like, nope, I want it this way because I'm an artist and this is what the fuck I want. Right. And I've always done what I want. Um, you could see how anything I think part of that, know, the alter ego is also like a, like a courage engine. It's like protection mechanism sure, thing where, for sure. because when he first got on stage, he was just fucking puking. They said that they would oh, start yeah. the songs and be yeah. like, where the fuck is he? Right. He's still puking. No, um, I'm not on stage. Marilyn Manson's on stage. Yeah. I've said that before. Like if you have a mascot costume on, you could fucking do a stupid dance in the hockey game yeah, in front right. of everyone, not right. give a fuck. But right. you send me out there in my fucking plain clothes that I showed up in. I'm going to yeah. be embarrassed to do that. For sure. It's going right. to show up on the news. So in 2009, when they're at one point in their beef, Reznor said in an interview, um, quote, he's a malicious guy and will step on anybody's face to succeed and cross any line of decency. Seeing him now, drugs and alcohol now rule his life and he's become a dopey clown. Oof, that's a Marilyn Manson, that ain't a friend talk. Marilyn no. Manson has said the same thing, though, that he would step on anybody to get where he needs to go. And like, he we'll said look at the same it like there's, there's a whole lot of evidence. Almost every yeah. single band member that he worked with sued him at some point yeah. for fucking him over. Do you know what he put them through, you know? though? He made them like be sleep, sleep deprived. deprived yeah. Like shit. they fucking yeah. didn't sleep for like fucking three, four days. And then record. And they were always So that recording. they were in a state of misery. Yeah, and they when were they all, recorded. But that's how music I mean, ultimately like that's cruel and it's fucking crazy. It's like where the blues it's came weird. From, you know what I mean? But right. ultimately their music reflected that. Better from it. And it yeah. was better. Like right. it's almost like, you know, um, I talked about my favorite, you know, hip hop artist, Cage Kennels, you know, like and off the drugs, fucking garbage. Right. Right. On drugs, right. Fucking genius, amazing, yep. fucking crazy shit. Yep. yep. And, and, you know, Post Malone said that we're on, uh, he was on Rogan. He was talking yeah. about like, I had 12 beers and some mushrooms. I don't know that I would have wrote that song had yeah. I not. Right. Like, you know, and it's like a hit. Probably like, not. Where did it come from? He's like 12 beers and mushrooms. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because you're, you're an artist ultimately. Um, but all those things get brought out by whatever the fuck you're doing, you right. know? So, um, yeah. And they were recording like their, their first album they recorded in, um, the Manson, you know, the house that, yeah, fucking, that was part of it is he, yeah. he, when he was, when he had first met or he was just getting to know the Trent Reznor, house or whatever. Yeah. And he said, yeah, it's, you know, a dream of mine has always been to, to get big in music. And then, you know, once we broke it big, like he said, I've always wanted to re-record one of Charles Manson's songs, but record it in the house where Sharon Tate was murdered. That's yeah. crazy. And Trent Reznor was like, oh, well, I live there now, and we're about to record a music video here, so why don't you just come on up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what like, kind of synchronicity is that? Yeah. Like, he didn't know that he lived no, in Sharon Tate's house? I don't think he did. He had to. Don't you don't ask that did. question. You wouldn't know where Trent Reznor lives, though. He might, though. In buddies. that time, though, like, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. That's yeah. Why. I don't know. But yeah, and then finally, when they rekindled, it was after the the Defiant Ones uh, yeah. miniseries on HBO, which talks about you know some yeah. of them. Reznor so talked forth. with Jimmy Iovine and fucking yeah, they, and they Jim, were, so yeah. Jimmy and basically when they were rewatching it, Jimmy was like, you know, it's too bad that you and Marilyn don't talk anymore, Trent. Like you should reach out to him. So he wrote him an email that said, so Trent Reznor wrote Marilyn Manson an email that said, so I'm just passing this along for Jimmy so I can say I did it. Even if it pisses me off that music's not dangerous anymore, it reminds me of how great you were and I was and that era. Yeah. So, like, he basically was like, which also still tells you how badass Jimmy Iovine is. Yeah. That he's like, hey, Trent, 
email Marilyn. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, daddy. <laughs> like, yeah. Like he could have done the same thing to Dr. Dre. Yeah. And Dre would have been like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Dre, I know you're mad at Eminem right now. <laughs> Send him an email. Yeah. You know. I think once you're that, I mean, friends are friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter. You like, fight. Yeah. yeah friends get, fight. There can like, be a riff yeah. for years. There's fucking people you know? that look at you like, that's Professor Moten. Like, right. oh, God, right. he's a published author. He's the chair of the English department. Like, oh, and we're like, Fuck off. It's fucking Dave. He farts. Whatever. But both of them have said since the Defiant Ones came out in interviews that they don't even remember what the beef started about. And they were like, it doesn't matter. It's probably small stuff. It's probably stupid shit. Somebody had an idea or somebody fucking did something you didn't like. They had plans to do some sort of live collaborations like right now-ish until COVID fucked it up. Um, Son of a bitch. Which uh, he actually, it was actually kind of funny because Trent Reznor put his... um, all of his merch from the tour that doesn't exist anymore. He put on sale on his website and all the proceeds would go to uh, some charities, cool. which I thought was so yeah. like you could buy like t-shirts and all kinds yeah. of shit for a tour that doesn't exist because of COVID, That's cool. which is kind You'd of be excited cool. that uh, yeah. Corey Taylor from Slipknot just did a song with fucking tech nine. Oh no shit. Yeah. Huh? Where we, we saw tech nine. Yeah, we did in the airport, but it was too late because it took me, took me too long to realize mm. it. He was walking by and I don't know, I don't know why I didn't just say something right away. Like I saw him and I was like, that looks just like tech nine. And then he was still walking by me. And like my, like I wanted to say, it's tech nine. Know, yeah. like I wanted to say it to him and he, cause, and then he was walking and I was he like, gets that, that guy, all the time. That though. guy looks just like fucking tech nine. And then I was like, and then once, and then I think I even said to you, I was like, that guy looks like tech nine. And by that point I was like, nobody looks like tech nine. Yeah. But then I was like, but why the fuck would Tech Tech Nine's not in fucking Kansas City? You but know? then we looked it up and we're like, like No, I I texted you yeah. and you were like, No, he's from Kansas City. Yeah. And I took a picture of him as he was leaving the area and you were like, Yeah, that's one of his backpacks. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. And then like ten minutes later you saw like his posse come through because they weren't sitting in first class, yeah. but they all had the same gear on and did not look like What do you think is crazier? Seeing that or the fact that we were sitting in the other airport and some motherfucker next to us was like this motherfucker, Gary Coleman, like th- that dude was yeah, talking was about weird. Gary Coleman. And then we turn around and Sidbad <laughs> walked by. Like, oh, yeah. th- that was a fucking, what yeah. airport was that? That was LAX. Just LAX? That yeah. just makes sense. Yeah. But why was he talking yeah, no, about the, Coleman when the Sinbad the walked Coleman by? Coleman was it's, weird, though. Yeah, that was... That was like... Things, that was, well, it's, it's the same thing with the Shia LaBeouf thing. Like, it's like fucking right, these it's weird the things happen. Yeah. Like, fucking, it's like, what is going on mm-hmm. with this shit, you know? So then his music starts to come out and he just fucking as soon as the the work data with Reznor comes out, he just fucking blows up like in in 94, 96, 98. His albums were just fucking huge, like multiple platinum, you know, several times over really unique style, really cool music. My only complaint ever with his music is that the songs are all too short. And it's like he comes up with a really great premise and hook and lyric. And then it's like he tends to just kind of repeat it six times and call it a song. Yeah. And I'm like, you couldn't have just done like five more bars of lyrics. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he has, especially a, he, I has the, he has a formula. He, he does. He yeah. started in poetry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the way, like if you listen to his songs, um, the poetry does come out. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like his, the way he, the way he frames, I, I don't know if that's what you call it, but that's what I call it. The way mm-hmm. he frames the song, 
um, is kind of like poetry yeah. in a sense that sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it doesn't rhyme. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't have to rhyme. The overview, yeah. the, 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 the picture of the song yeah. is this And it might thing, just be the minimal know? effective dose where it's just like, that's it. The job is done. Like you yeah. got to, if you go any further, you might fuck it up. Yeah. More might be too much. I, and maybe. clearly you can't argue it because it fucking worked. You got like number one, yeah, yeah, yeah. this yeah. number one. I mean, I really like, like, I really enjoy it might make you happy and piss off a thousand other people, yeah, though. You right, might have liked it better, right. but the mass did not. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I enjoy the the like the fucking the the sound design of the songs, like some oh, of the, like, sure. the riffs and the for fucking sure. bass lines. For sure, uh, they've, they've he's always done really well at that. Like, and from it's the, also from the it's, beginning. I think it's also part of that Reznor connection because he can just get. He can just get noise yeah. and make it part of a song. Yeah. Like he can hear the musicality in a noise yeah. and make it an integral part of the music that's being made. Um, and I think I think that's definitely part of what he does. So I'm curious to hear his latest album, which is called We Are Chaos, because he spent a long time like basically tweeting and talking to people and saying that this was going to be like his masterpiece of music. Yeah, the, um, the and I don't know if that out. was just him the, trying to be hype. I listened to the part. single came out and it was kind of it's uh, it, different. It was different. Yeah, so was I'm different. curious to see where the album is. You know, I, I it's kind of funny, like because um, he fell off for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was he was making it super big, and then all of a sudden he kind of started falling off. He was still putting out albums. Right, they weren't doing very well. Because John Wick showing is up what on the chat me back charts. into him. Yeah, but well, he did like in was it 2015. Um, he did the Pale Emperor, and, and that's that when his the, mom died, and that was what they and John Wick, yeah. And the Pale Emperor, um, which is kind of funny, I went back and listened to it, and there's a song called Deep Six on it, mm-hmm. and it's it's you know, deep six, six feet deep, you right, know, like right. so. But his mom died, and he came back with that album, and it fucking he blew up again, yeah. Uh, and the, the funny thing is that Deep Six, I was actually sampling that song. When we started Sofa King, really that 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 Marilyn Manson esque mm-hmm. intro mm-hmm. is what I was looking for um, because of the the oddity of it, right. you know what I mean? And right. so that song Deep Six was part of the samples I had that Brent didn't like. He's like, "Ah, oh, it's too fucking." I think he even said Marilyn Manson ish. Yeah. Marilyn Manson um, metal militia, I think at the time. So like, it, because the logo that you had too, or something. Yeah, kind of crazy. Went, yeah, and so like, and mountain. then I flip flopped. and we, some mountain dudes. It, the show, and that's what's crazy is the, the show. Teams. The sh- no, it would never be. Dave couldn't have been. Things. It was. It was so um, white. It was so white. Dave couldn't have been on the podcast. Oh, sure, kid. If he did, his Germans, he did in straight Nazi. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Black I'd Irish. Rep- yeah. I'd have represented my grandfather. He would have um, killed every night. But no, and and that's what's crazy about this thing because then, like with Brent, like me and Brent looking over everything, and I flip flopped everything to now everything is hip hop. It's a completely different feel. Right. You know what I mean? So like it's it's yeah. a it's a funny it's funny the way things work out. So. Um, but yeah, I was listening back through the music, but that pale emperor and then, um, their grotesque fucking whatever something his album yeah. two years later in 2017, his father died. And then he came back with that one and fucking, it was another big hit heaven, fucking just heaven upside down or heaven upside down. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And that one was another big hit, uh, where he just fucking just up the charts and yeah. fucking, you know, did it again. So and still his, to this I'm, day, I mean, I'm surprised his music isn't in like 80 soundtracks. Like his I, music is like perfect movie. Oh music. yeah, it's kind of like the like Rob perfect. Zombie. Yeah, like you know, yeah. just like especially in right. horror movies and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you would just think the tone. Of yeah, it the, and, the weirdness. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a uh, and and that's why I like it because I like dark, uh, even hip hop stuff. Like I like dark tone. Right, right. Um, and that's just how I've always been. I love horror movies and and horror movies also. Yeah. Um, but horror, yeah, horror so. movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So he started getting into acting, and he's done quite a bit of shit. He was on Eastbound and Down, which is hysterical. Uh, he's going to be in the upcoming season of American Gods. He was in. Uh, he played the white supremacist in uh, Sons the of Anarchy. Of the white supremacist Fuller House. Of he was on Fuller House. Charles Fuller is back House? in charge. <laughs> was he? No. <laughs> oh, he was um, dating DJ in Fuller fam- House. Family ties up, dad and mom. He uh, was in he plays Dungeons uh, and Dragons. David Lynch's Lost Highway, uh, the movie. He he was uh, small wonder. Johnny Depp said that he was that Marilyn Manson was Johnny Depp's inspiration to play Willy Wonka, and he almost played it. I guess. Or he, he wanted he to. wanted to play it. Yeah. He had talked to to Tim Burton about playing it, which would have been a radically different. Charlie I mean, and the I, Chocolate I, could, Factory. I mean, definitely, I could see like a super dark. That would have. I don't think. I think that character would have morphed the movie probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it would have been yeah. like that tunnel scene would have been some evil fucking yep, shit. But yep. to what point, though? Because you have right. to appeal to the yeah, studio. Yeah, 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 But I definitely could see him playing that. Right. Um, and then he got stuck in development hell with a, a film about uh, Alice in Wonderland, um, which was just in just delay after delay after delay after right. delay. And then the studio would pull it and then he'd fight to get it back. And then he would pull it and the studio would fight to get it back. And then, you know, Marilyn Manson's the godfather of, of fucking Johnny Depp's child. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a- Yep. <laughs> so then the big we already talked about it a big thing was Columbine like the big uh, everyone was bl- like the media was straight up blaming him and saying that yeah. the people that did the shooting at Columbine were listening to Marilyn Manson well there was a there was a group of uh, of like Christian people that were going after him for the longest fucking time mm-hmm. um, well, and, right uh, away they were like they were wearing Marilyn Manson shirts and fucking makeup and yeah. then it was like no they weren't though. no they weren't yeah. and it even came out that they didn't even like Marilyn Manson right. yeah. like they didn't like his music yeah but, you know, uh, uh, Fox News and to different venues Strait. were like really playing it up and playing up the satanic angle. It's way harder to take that news line stuff. back, man. Exactly. And it yeah. really fucked up his career. Like his albums didn't sell well for a couple of years. He couldn't pack the big houses anymore. Like the like Columbine really fucked up his career. And he wrote, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but he wrote a really interesting uh, reply to the Columbine well, I think, scenario. I think, too, though, that idolized. it wasn't that people weren't buying his albums. It was that stores weren't wanting to carry them. And and sure. at this time, the internet isn't what it was. Right, right, you know right. What I mean, what you it couldn't is get now. It the store, you couldn't get. It. Yeah, and so Sam Goody and shit, and then right. and he didn't back down either. You know what I mean? He's got pictures of himself as Jesus Christ with his jaw missing. You know what I mean? Right. Trying to put it right. on the fucking shelves, and they didn't want it. And, right. And so this whole fucking thing is just you know he went harder. It, they started yeah. pushing on him, and he went harder. Right. Um, which I mean didn't hurt him. You know, I mean he's still fucking yeah. here, yeah, still yeah, making yeah. music. So I think it probably took a crack out of his rise for sure. You yeah, know, like it definitely yeah, yeah. slowed down. I think the, every the, artist has that though. They sure. have that fucking super fucking stardom. Boom, they're and huge, and then all of a sudden you. they kind of fall off a little right. bit, and then and then they come back with this fucking good stuff. They, they reformed yeah. and regrouped right. and right. ate a Snickers, and fucking yeah. here we yeah. go. <laughs> So he um, got into art. He started doing watercolors. And I read it like he did his first, I think it was in LA, he did his first like art I show. I look it up. I didn't look it and up. And a bunch of people were like talking shit about it and saying like, this is what happens when an eighth grade class is given watercolors. His art's and pretty like, good. His art's fucking good. Yeah. And then you start to look at it and it's like he's done shows in fucking Berlin and in yeah. all these major has, cities. Uh, he did an art show with David Lynch. Yeah. Like, you know, I was looking at his wallet. Wall, it's like, and trust me. I don't me, know. That's just kind of crazy. Like, no, it's that. really fucking good. I wouldn't want it in my look up his, bedroom. his three-headed Jesus. <laughs> you know? Look up but, his like, I think his stuff has a lot of merit. Like I think his yeah. I think well, his he work he's is very uh, in Europe. The three headed Jesus is really popular. Is it? Like it's a it's an it's an actual art piece. It's not watercolor. I don't believe. And it's fucking 
it's crazy looking. I mean, it's fuck. He's a really good artist, which goes into his makeup, goes into his costume, sure. goes into his the display, image he has the image. Yeah, movie. it's it's all something in his head that he he he. They took old cartoons basically and and made them sinister. You know, pretty like creepy, that was their right. look. You know, that's pretty dope. That three head Jesus is yeah. pretty fucking. Dope. Did you guys see this? Someone's going to hell. The the fucking uh, all the pictures with Jesus. Like they oh, took him off the crucifix and they put him on the slip and slide. And they put oh him, like, yeah yeah, yeah. Like, he's having fun. Oh, I mean, you get, you, God, dude, yeah. that was genius. Yeah, yeah he's having that. fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he created his own brand of absinthe called Mansinth. Yeah. Um, and that was part of his art too, right? Uh, because one of his favorite. I see how was, close that is to Manson, but uh, as a yeah, marketing flop. I think it's, yeah, I think so too. Well, the these ab- are candles for man. They're mandals. The yeah. absent, yeah, the absent <laughs> thing though was because Vincent Van Gogh used absinthe, right? And then he ultimately right. went crazy. I had an opportunity um, in uh, Amsterdam to drink absinthe, but I didn't do it. You can get it. I've here. got absinthe. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's real absinthe. No, I, 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 I illegally smuggled absinthe into the country so I could try absinthe. Yeah, you From, can get it. Some lady, oh. <laughs> yeah, like, it's real. Yeah. Like she was, she was, a, she was. Uh, my friend Andy actually. You have to drink a lot of it, though. Is it like getting drunk, or is it some weird it's thing? Just, it's getting drunk. It's like getting. Dr- it's like drinking it's a moonshine. To me, the thing. effect that I had because I drank it a couple of times, and the effect was like drinking alcohol and drinking espresso. Hmm. Like I felt like I, I mean I was yeah. getting inebriated and I was getting like wound up. Right. I never had hallucinations. I never had, there was full wormwood. I think in the absinthe I, that I had. I think but. you have to drink like continually drink it. Maybe for it to maybe. start affecting. It's you. definitely interesting. It's an interesting and it's illegal in the United States because of the wormwood, the yeah. hallucinogenic. But there, yeah, there was a woman and she would for like a hundred twenty bucks or something. She would like get a bottle. And you could pick from which country and what brand. Um, I don't think she, I don't think she's even in business anymore. A because it was illegal, and B I think it's not as difficult to get absinthe anymore. And you can get an absinthe. They ended up coming up with a type of wormwood that still has the hallucinogenic effect, but isn't restricted by the FDA. And hmm. now they make absinthe That's sold in America. Weird. If you have access, well, I know to they absinthe. make absinthe. Don't yeah. send it to us, please. <laughs> do not send us any don't absinthe. Do that. Don't send it, mushrooms. Do not send acid. Do not send absinthe. Right. Don't send DMT either. Don't. You guys don't send DMT. Don't send DMT. Definitely don't send DMT. Do not. Don't. I will not do it. I don't really want any of it. Brent won't do it on the show. I'm just as good with it. I'd rather rather have whiskey than anything. I'd have to be real comfortable with the person that sent DMT. Why? And all all the bad stuff, all the mushrooms. That could be strychnine or some shit. It could be whatever. Mushrooms. Well, they could put poison on mushrooms, I guess. Just send send us whiskey. Sealed, please. My vote. Anything sealed. Yeah. Sealed mushrooms, sealed DMT. Um, sealed absent. So he uh, ended up um, at one point, and I think this definitely didn't help his. Uh, well, it it equally helped and hindered what he was doing, as everything does. He ended up befriending um, Anton Lavey, mm-hmm. um, the the head of the, the Church of Satan. Church of Satan. And at one point, when they met up. Um, Anton LaVey basically appointed him as a minister of the church of Satan. Um, Made him an actual member. Made him an actual member of the church and a minister of the church. So then people were, you know, making a huge deal out of it. He probably didn't give a fuck, but he kind of just lets shit like that happen. Like just go ahead if you want to think that I'm I'm a minister in the Church of Satan. Well, he, I mean, you're appointed I mean, it. I don't think his, I don't his lyrics, even in today's music, he talks about you know fucking Satan and you know what I mean, like this you know 
it's 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 just part of his image. Yeah, I would you know go farther I mean? than to say he didn't give a fuck. I don't necessarily think that I would he, enjoy it. He I would mean, be like, fuck yeah, like that's yeah. huge. Like for my crowd and I mean, the image he doesn't I'm actually care. No, no, yes, for marketing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, let yeah. let oh, it for happen sure. for yeah. marketing. But I don't think he actually ha- puts any stock in mm. actual like Satan worshiping. I no, think they don't more think, intelligent well, than you, that. No, they don't worship Satan in the Church right. of Satan anyway. Like we did a show on it. Right. Like, they're they're it's it's all about. What Marilyn Manson's about is the hypocrisy of the world. <laughs> the hypocrisy <laughs> of the world. Hypocrisy. <laughs> um, Where's that cock at? Where's that little tiny axle cock? Bill O'Reilly I'm throwing little cock at me, bro. Bill O'Reilly <laughs> tried to grill him about the Church of Satan, and um, he said, "Are you a minister in the Church of Satan?" And his response to Bill O'Reilly was, "No, not necessarily. That was something earlier." It was a friend of mine who's now dead, who was a philosopher that I thought I learned a lot from, and that was a title I was given, so a lot of people made a lot out of it, but it's not a real job. I didn't get paid for it. What an obscure answer, like a smart, like, just around the... Yeah. Hey, fuck you. Every little thing, like, yeah, yeah it's there, but not really. Right. Well, of, he didn't get paid. He wasn't a man. He didn't get paid. I right. agree to yeah. disagree with you, sir. Right. Right. So it's like, no, It yeah, just shows have, you how smart he is, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, he gives exactly. you these answers. Yeah. That's like, he's answering you. He's and not saying yes or no, and but it, yeah, he's, he's, it's fucking mysterious. Anton LaVey had, had Marilyn Manson write the foreword for his last book that came out in 97. And he said, Anton LaVey, Anton LaVey shared his magic. And I think it has made this wretched fucking planet a better place. So he yeah. definitely, you know, I, I think he probably, I don't know. I think he probably believed in he some, did some of the, sex magic. You know, he did, he well, it, it wasn't about, I, I think, like I said, I, I think it fit the persona. I think it fit his ideals and beliefs as far as like the hypocrisy of the hypocrisy of the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think that's what, that's what it's about really. You know what I mean? I, I think uh, anybody who doesn't have um, a religious standpoint, like I, I don't, I'm not religious. And right. so my biggest beliefs in the world are to be yourself you know what I mean? To to not be a fucking hypocrite, to right. not, you know what I mean? To to do these things. And so like I think that those beliefs went along with him right. and what he believed in. And so it just fit. Right, right. So some of the big shock things um that he did on stage, some of this for those of you who don't really know him very well, like here's some of his top shocking uh moments as Marilyn Manson. So in a San Francisco concert. Um, he took a broken beer bottle when he was like singing and really into it and he dragged it across. He stuck it in his chest and dragged it to the other side of his chest and basically cut himself open. He has a huge scar. The the band, the the band members said he was whining about it after the show and they're like, Oh, he'll never do that again. And then the next night he did (laughs) it again. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the another thing when Michael Jackson's daughter Paris was this was 15, crazy this yeah. is crazy so apparently she wanted to go see a Marilyn Manson concert and she was told she couldn't go so she very publicly went in and slit her wrists with a meat cleaver <sighs> because she wanted to go see Marilyn Manson <laughs> and um he uh at the concert that she couldn't go to he dedicated the song disposable teens to her and then simulated (laughs) cutting his own wrists on stage (laughs) and then he said i hope you feel better or he tweeted uh to her before the show and said i hope you feel better you will be on my guest list anytime you want and like invited her to come to any of his shows um in his autobiography 
He said that in an early show, he had a pregnant-looking actress um, iron the wrinkles out of a Nazi what flag. What does pregnant-looking mean? Just a big ass a belly. belly. Yeah. <laughs> I had a fat chick on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she was skinny fat, like she, Patty Larson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ironing the wrinkles out of a Nazi flag. And as the show went on, she started to uh, spread her legs more and more so everyone could see her junk. And then she simulated giving herself an abortion on stage with fake blood over a Nazi flag. Nice. So that was that was another shock. That was before he signed with uh, with Reznor. Um, He got arrested in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, for for what the police record said was jacking off with a strap on dildo and urinating yeah. on the crowd. They didn't like that one. Um, they charged him with violating the adult entertainment code. Wasn't it not a dildo though? Yeah, he it was he had black rubber underwear with a dick hole, and he never <laughs> peed it. Like there was nothing to it. Then he spent the night in jail, and then the judge dismissed it because there was no truth to anything yeah. that the that the cop had said. Um, and uh, at one point, they were recording the B-side songs for uh, the song Lunchbox, and he invited a deaf groupie to the studio. Um, after the girl this- was in the fucking uh, the documentary, and I was like, every time my fucking kids were going to like walk by. Because <laughs> this, de- this is not the story oh that my you want your kids God, to hear. Dude, she kept jump. She had a gimp next to her during the whole thing. She's all fucking decked out. And she does not speak well. Like she's dead. No, and like, she's into it. Like she she's into this fuck. shit. So she was a, like, yeah. yeah, it's just you're good at so, impressions. So I'm not doing it. She um <laughs> Marilyn Manson asked her to strip naked in the studio and lays her down, and he and the band members start to decorate her with hot dog salami and pig's feet. Sounds about and then right. take pictures of her. Um, when the band member Pogo started to have sex with her, the keyboardist shouted, I'm going to come in your useless ear canal. <laughs> oh, the old Yanuri Dietrich. Yeah. That's what we call that. <laughs> and Man. the groupie uh, showered um, off from the ear canal. And as she was in the shower, Twiggy Ramirez came in. Oh, he did in. nut in her ear. Yeah. Twiggy oh, Ramirez wow. came in and pissed on her. Um, and in his autobiography, uh, Manson said, I think she too found it to be art and was having a good time. Yeah. I mean, you can't fake any of that. You got to really be into some fucking weird shit. When well, Pogo's banging the drugs. dead chick covered in hot dogs, pig's feet and salami. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to jerk off in your ear. I yeah. mean, but you are... have to be able to perform. You yeah. must be into that shit. Yeah, you're not yeah, just yeah. going to jerk off yeah. a show. Right. Like he got it up and finished into her ear while Pogo's fucking of, her and and Marilyn Manson's pissing on her. I just yeah. need a little bit of grass from the outside. <laughs> yeah. Just put her. Oh, yeah, I'm ready yeah. to go. Yeah. So that I don't think Viagra would make you be able to do that. Like you can't fake what it. Do you no, you got to be into it. Viagra. What to, do you need Viagra for? If Marilyn Manson's that pissing on somebody, that shit's hot, right? For there. some, I guess. Not for me. Yeah, that that would be weird. So that's Marilyn Manson. I think he's a master. I think in the 90s and early 2000s, he was a, he was a master of pop culture. I think he knew exactly yeah. how to position himself. He knew exactly what kind of like oh, Eminem sure. did. And I think all of it points back to Jimmy Iovine, which is what NWA did, which is what everybody that he fucking got his hands on. Yeah. He was like, I like he knew exactly how far to let people push things yeah. to get the exact proper balance of negative press and diehard fans, yeah. but not let it spiral out of control into nothing but negative press. Yeah, and I think you know it's I, mean? I think it's important too like to know that like a rock band especially you want the negative press because all of the kids and teens and even young adults 
are rebelling at this point. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're if everybody was raving about him saying it was great, they're gonna be like, that guy's fucking garbage. Right. right. He's Taylor Swift. Yeah. He's fucking nickelback. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like fucking nobody's How gonna dare like you, him. sir. But Taylor Swift. I guess Nickelback's Nickelback. on a comeback. Fucking, yeah, I've been seeing posts about him. Devil yeah, came down to Georgia or whatever. Yeah. But what the, what song do they do? Devil came down to Georgia or fucking some shit. Fucking. They covered something. They covered something, and apparently, people who don't like Nickelback are like, "Well, it's actually." We should do a cover band. Good, we should just do one called Comeback. We could come back. Yeah. yeah, we should do Comeback, yeah. and we only what about, do what about songs com- that Nickelback covers. Come on back. No, just come back. No, not come on back. No, why is Cumble back? You got rid of the cum. Nickelback? No, Cumble back. No. no. What about Pennyback? Can we do that? No. No? Mm -mm. What about Quarterback? We could do that. Quarterback. That makes sense. Yeah. That that would make sense. I don't know. We got all like (laughs) excited about it. I like that one. All right. You guys ready for this? I am. Uh, Social Media Winner, episode 506. Um, for the Nazi serial killer episode that we did is Ryan G. This guy's going to win a t-shirt for tagging and posting on Instagram based off of his name alone. It's conspiracy burrito, Ryan. Um, so at conspiracy burrito, Ryan, uh, Frankie pigeon is going to hit you up, get your information. And we are going Does to he have conspiracies you. about burritos. I'm about the world though. like a conspiracy. It's like muffin, burrito, the, muffin, the destroyer layers, muffin, the destroyer. We see muffin, the lady boner good. shit. Conspiracy Burrito Ryan. I don't know. I like conspiracy it. Conspiracy Burrito Ryan's kind of. Mm, I like it. Eh. I like it. I like Conspiracy Burrito. I think that's a good. Well, Conspiracy good. Burrito. But you okay. would cut the Ryan. That might have been yeah, taken. Ryan. Might have been taken. I don't care. Then come up with something better. Yeah. I guess. Conspiracy Chalupa. That's it. We're taking your prize back. No, we're not. Sticker pack to you from Printer Cheap. Um, also, do something cheap like his name. Yeah. The stickers. Oh, it's a t-shirt. No, I'm going to get more oh, t-shirts. T-shirt. Oh, okay. yeah. Cheap. T-shirt one, Again, yeah. cheap. Yeah. <laughs> cheap ass Silver King t-shirt yeah, it's like one of the real we're gonna send him one of the real thin ones like yeah, just after he watched it gets a yeah it's pretty much a nut rag just, it's yeah. one of my you, old you don't ones. even wear it yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, it's one of your old nut rags yeah it's, yeah, it's one of my old nut rags yeah. <laughs> got beard beard stuff stained on it yeah all right um we're also part of the Podbelly network go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts like robots for eyes podcast man they're blowing up they got fucking fans getting tattoos and shit they're like yeah. our oh wow they're like our little step wow. kids nice. yeah they're, oh, they're yeah. awesome love to see it don't, yeah. don't listen to the my age podcast yeah they don't even invite Fuck brad that guy um funny you mentioned that um on Podbelly network also check out my age podcast <laughs> um that was the next one i had on was there. it yeah. no i didn't even know right there Oh, my oh, wow. Um, Look at that. We're in tune. So go over there. If you want to learn how to podcast, there's a lot of good educational content as well. Um, you can also soon to check out Mindframe on the Podbelly Network. That's coming up. Mindframe it's Podcast. It's original. It's my, it is a Podbelly original. It is. Um, also, thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It's nutritious. It's delicious. Um, go find some. Take a picture of it. Put it on the internets and tag us. Tag them. Go over to their... To their internets on their Instagrams. And I wanted we'll like I wanted, the fuck out of everything. I wanted you to say it's smirmicious. It's smirmicious. Yeah. Why? It's it's, it's delicious, delicious. It's nutritious, nutritious and smirmicious. Smirmicious. Yeah. Well, define smirmicious. Use it in a sentence for me, other than the one you just did. Smirmicious. Yeah. That's well, like yeah. something that you should need permission for. It's so good. Oh. Yeah. But you don't. You just you just get it. All right. Smirmicious. And Check it out. Put in your mouth. There are seven different flavors. They sell it at most major grocery stores. Um, I'm I'm pushing myself lately. I keep getting a wrap at uh, the salad bar at Toss It. Pun intended. What are the lyrics? What are the lyrics? Yeah, to the rap. To the rap? Oh, I see what you did there. The lyrics are uh, romaine lettuce, uh-huh. uh, turkey, bacon, ham, um, red onions, black olives, roasted garlic, Parmesan cheddar, and ranch like with that. a fucking ton of triple X. Like, I'm pushing through. I've almost got... 
a bottle every two days. I can get through a bottle of triple X every two days. I get, I I do it until I get high. I literally get capsaicin high at lunch. I got a buddy I work with that can't even eat the spicy mac and cheese from Salty's. (laughs) It's like barely even any spice. You know what though? Like I'm not, it's not even bragging. I'm just telling you how much I love that shit. Cause every time I watch hot ones, I'm like, 12,000 Scoville on triple X, 2 million Scoville. I almost bought that shit just to see what the fuck uh, 2 million Scoville is like. It's, it's just pain. Yourself That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's not it's about not flavor. flavor no. at that point. No. Yeah. But some of those fucking fools like Charlize staring and shit just get through it. Yep. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. She's yep. a badass though. And then there's yeah, people that can't eat fucking, you know, the less hot. Right. Oh, you I just, have right. you seen the old, the old guard, the movie she's in right now? I think mm-hmm. Charlize Theron. Yeah, she dies at see the that. end. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, she dies. Yeah, Spoiler Brad. They call him Spoiler Brad. That's her new name. <laughs> they had another name for you, Dave. I don't know what it is, though. Something breezy. Uh, Some, no, something no, breezy. Nothing with that. He's All not right. here anymore, so it doesn't yeah. really need a name. All right. Um, what Captain, else am I saying here? Captain Grayscale's here. But. Oh, also, uh, go to Print Dirt Cheap. Uh, check out printdirtcheap.com for uh, stickers. You can use code Suffering Podcast uh, to save some money. And check out Jimmy D's Tees. Go to jimmydstees.com. Like him across social media. And uh, if you want some shirts, he sells them. He makes some cool stuff over there. Um, we also have shirts at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. And check out SKR Apparel. That's uh, S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com. That is uh, Nicole Smith Bosch, a South African brand. She's got some cool stuff over there. Also check out Retro Vague. That is 80s inspired clothing at retrovague.com. Um, and you can use uh, code 80s kid right now to save 10%. Mm. The guy. 80s baby. 80s baby. 80s kid is the code. Uh, school member of the month is Arvid Lemenes. Is that right? You turned to Mexican. You, you, Arvid Lemenes. Arvid Lemenes? It's Lemon Manes. Lemon Manes. Lemon Manes. Arvid's. Yeah. Oh, Arvid's. I forgot the S too. Yeah, There's Arvid's multiple Lemon Arvid's. Manes. Arvid's Lemon Manes. Good with, an art, yeah. with artichoke. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Or a big old slice of onion. You ever had a, you ever had a, a Cherokee sandwich? Oh, have I? Yeah, it's lemon mayonnaise <laughs> and a giant ass slice of fucking onion. Is it red onion? Can it be red onion? Uh, that's the Cherokee. Paprika? That's the Cherokee sandwich. Well, the what Apache, is it? The paprika. The Apache sandwich was, was white onion, oh, okay. olive oil, white bread, and paprika. Yeah, I want a red onion sandwich. Maybe, this, tell this me the Cherokee. The one. Cherokee Explain. sandwich. I'll is, eat it on the show. I fucking love red onion. Lemon, lemon mayonnaise, and a big ass fucking chunk of red onion. On just bread? On bread. Yeah. On white Dave's, bread. Oh, white bread? Pap- Sourdough. Any paprika? I want it to be Dave's killer bread. Dave's Dave's super seed bread. All right. That's the Cherokee sandwich. That's not that extreme, though. I'd eat that. That sounds horrible. I will eat a red onion fucking patty, dude. Like okay, well, it has bum ass. shit on it. Oh, bum shit? Yeah. I don't want to do enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it's not extreme. I meant food-wise, not uh, fucking. Food-wise? I don't want to oh. get diseases. Jesus uh, Christ. Well, it has ghost pepper on it then, too. That's How's that? It's a conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah it's just triple X. No, I've lost it. It's not good now. Okay, it has no. It has green jalapeno. Um, it has the jalapeno uh, El Gitego. That's that's <laughs> the last on my list of El Gitego. To be honest, but yeah, I would go through the whole collection and land on that one. But I'm I'll just do saying, it. That's what that makes it extreme. That's the one. That's the only like thing the Cherokees had available at the time. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, couldn't get anything else. In 1968, yeah, yeah, when yeah. the Cherokees were making them fucking Cherokee sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah, they had Dave's fucking super seed bread. What happened to Arvid? Arvid's supposed to be getting a shout out right now. He's in here. He is. He is. He's in. That's that's his favorite sandwich. That's his favorite sandwich. That's yeah. Oh. It Cherokee yeah, yeah, sandwich, yeah. which is weird because he lives in in Ukraine or somewhere over there. Yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> he lives in crane, crane technique. Yeah. He lives in. He lives in flying crane technique. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. 
Your flying crane technique is very good. If it's, it's no if it's, match for my <laughs> for my sitting bear style. <laughs> if his entire country do right, no can defend. Yeah. Yeah. I so. don't think flying crane technique can defeat sitting bear style. No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Sitting bear style is hard to beat. Yeah. It's just it's defense posture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, shit, it. What are you gonna do? I mean, yeah. you're basically the Floyd May- Floyd Mayweather of Kung Fu. Yeah, you're the sitting yeah, at that bear, point. Yeah. yeah, sitting bear. Yeah, yeah. It's no match for my shitting donkey style. <laughs> we need to dub the Kung Fu movie, man. Fuck yeah, shitting donkey. Shit needs to happen. I know it's been done before. Oh yeah, but always. Well, it's, it's never done right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's never done no, right. I just like the times I see it, it's always funny. Like, it's a yeah. gag you can always go back to. Yeah, let's yeah, just you know. do like five minute clips of it. Yeah, like find good ones. five minutes sure. and do it. Yeah, we'll have three characters like the Shaolin versus the Llama, and we'll do one fight scene. I can't remember the name of the one, but there was one that was super popular, and they were able to get away with murder. Oh, because, actually, because there were like five movies. That had the same exact cast that they filmed back to back. All those I recognize. All those. And it was dudes. like, no, no, no. But, but they were just like, so they had like so much. It's like in this Pai one, Chang these Tan. two were lovers, and in this two, they weren't. And, and they hated two, each other. So yeah, they could they, get yeah. any footage yeah, yeah. you needed. They had. What from we all should these do is actors. do is do overdub of movies that are like like fighting movies, like Jackie Chan movies and Jet Li movies and shit that are already in English and overdub them. With the overdub voices. In Chinese. We have to learn Chinese. No, 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 no. no. We overdub them with the overdub voices. Like, you even move your lips like you're talking like them when you do the overdubs. That's how you have to do it. I get it. So, you want to fight me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was fantastic. That was, really that was really If you're not on video, you didn't see it. You got to sign up for Patreon. That was, that was fucking... That was you really you fucking good. mind fucked me <laughs> yeah, right that now. That was really good. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Brent Troquist. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking real good. That's what I'm saying. That made it even better. Yeah. So yeah, that was good. All right. Well, thank you, Arvid's uh, Skull Member of the Month yep. for this month. Yep. Um, if you're on Reddit, go to r slash Podcast. Uh, joining the conversation there. Uh, people are posting all kinds of good stuff on there, so go check it out. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Go on there and like and follow. Uh, and uh, also join the uh, unofficial Ultra group on Facebook. Uh, I don't know if that one's growing or not. I haven't been on there. Yeah, not there's a there. lot of new people posting on Didn't there. Didn't get invited. There's tons of new names. There's yeah. new names I heard, in the live tonight fucking, for sure. Yeah. I heard Joel's one of the moderators, and he won't let me in. Mm. Um, but uh, anyway... <laughs> Enough about that. Um, my personal Instagram I'm at Raised with Wolves. I have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Uh, Dave will be. I posted a mind frame promotion in the group, mm, and he, Joel actually messaged me and he said, Did you discuss this with the admins to make sure that you're not. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, You know yeah. what? If you have to take it down, do what you got to do, bro. If you yeah. got to take it down. And he said, um, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a discussion. Thanks for your time. Yeah. And just give me a thumbs up. Yeah. Awesome. He's very serious about that. And they job. put your yeah, post yeah. on draft. Yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Update. So, um, yeah. Uh, also, check out uh, you can check out underscore hot sauce on Instagram. Check out Jimmy D's teas. Go give them some likes, follows, comments. Uh, it always helps. Tag us. Uh, that way they know that uh, we're doing our job. Uh, go check out Podbelly, uh, Mindframe Podcast, SKR Apparel. Retro Vague, all that good stuff. So uh, do that. The uh, Spotify playlist is Sofa King Podcast 2020. Uh, if you want to list the songs, that's where it'll be at. So stop asking. That's simple. Is anyone asking? I haven't got asked in a long yeah, time. People ask. Yeah, people ask all the time. I had an old school message day where my fucking messages were blowing up the other day. So yeah. many fucking people like mailing addresses and hey, I, think, I ordered I think, this. I think people like, think we won't respond on some of them because like, I respond to people and they're like, oh my God, thank you for responding. And I'm like, yeah, I mean... 
I'm just a person, man. Like, right. I'm here to respond to you. I mean, you know. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Don't like everyone's always apologetic when they talk like, thanks, yeah. bro. I, I won't waste you more of your time. Like, I, I'm sorry to bother you. I'm like, you're not bothering me yeah. at all. Right. But at the same time, sorry. I mean, I'm unless fucking you're Jason, busy as fuck. Jason Cupsick wouldn't stop messaging me, but yeah, that's Jesus neither Christ, here nor dude. there. Put your shirt on too, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah. Stop saying yeah, for me, you know, don't, nipples. don't worry about sorry if you're bothering me. It's Just, like milk saucers. Uh, yeah. I apologize <laughs> for the fact that I never fucking check that shit like yeah. you have nothing to apologize well, you, about, you set right? you set a standard you set a precedent like yeah. everyone knows no, you can't start checking it now yeah you can't start checking it now i check once i check once a month oh wow like you want to talk to like dave her. you talk to me like, <laughs> 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 like per uh platform so I might check yeah. Instagram in August. Oh wow, we're oh, doing this. Man, we're doing this kung fu thing. We yeah. have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like Dave needs to write the dialogue for us, and then we'll just voice it or something. Like we'll come up with our, or we can just collect. We're never gonna sit down and do it. We have to do it like we postal service. We have to. We're gonna all have to have the clip and do our parts. Like Dave will lay down his parts for the character. No, you have to have the fucking comeback. I don't know what the process. It is would have do. to be. It would have to be. We'd add it. And then it, that's just the only audio that's on there. Right. And then it goes to the next person, like, for the thing. Yeah, maybe it's and line then, for line. Maybe yeah, Dave just gonna, updates the be, clip in the Google Drive, and, and it's just all. And it'll... So. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me? So you like rice wine. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. It's your turn. Yeah. You know what I'm I mean? more you of a it. karaoke salsa kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be improv, but, Jap- but kung fu. Right. Yeah. Overdubs. You yeah. almost said Jap Fu. Yeah, it is Jap Fu. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> ah, Jap Fui. Yeah. Yo, Jap Fu that, style. Of our, that's the name of our mine. YouTube channel, Jap Fui. It's yeah. Not yeah. racist or stereotypical. That'll be the name <laughs> of the movie, too. Jap yeah. Fu. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm just a regular old Jap Fu. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we should start with like Jap Fui 3. Jap Fui 3. <laughs> like that's, that's the, that's that the mystery of the prequel. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to be looking for one and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shit's rare. Yeah. Shit's rare. Hard to find. So, um, that's pretty much it. Uh, Patreon.com black slash Sofa King podcast. And don't be retarded. I live life through a polarizing lens. When I feel the love, they hate again. Gotta make ends and make amends Pay cash when I'm paying for my sins Can you bury me alive inside the bins? I'ma need four seats, I brought my friends If we built this shit, if it all fall down They would all take a charge in my defense That's why I'm talking fast inside the Sprinter van A methamphetamine addicted man Speeding Leo, catch me if you can Slowing down and stopping, not the plan Thought I had it mapped like I'm Magellan Making moves inside the cerebellum If you know the secret, never tell them Fuck them motherfuckers, they get jealous Why you buy the bullshit they been selling? Purple in the Shellers, Donatella, you get mad at me for reaching goals. I get mad at you for reaching ceilings. Talking to me like I'm not a human, like I never felt the way you feeling. I guess if I gotta play the villain, I'ma sign a deal and make a killing. Guess I gotta be the bad guy. Bitch, you ain't Denzel, you ain't about that life. I be on this side, you be on that side. Don't cross that line, don't cross that line. Thinking back, way back for the start of it Before I ever wrote a song and recorded it I remember where I was when I thought of it I was in the same race you've been caught up in Had a little drug money in an ottoman I was drinking cheap, looking smoke a parliament Ever since then, I've been going harder than I was 6 Dwayne Wade, oh 6 Dwayne caught a shit down I wanted to quit, thank God I did not I had to learn how to handle shit talk Nothing more annoying than a fan of hip-hop You a little boy, that shit a kid's bop 
chill for a minute Digest that and you still don't get it I admit it, I was looking for a deal Six figures could've got me for a steal But they did it, now I got no time when the phone ring Except when it's big bro with the OGs Lot of people tell people that they know me Where were you when I was living off 14? Way, way back then, kept it low key No, no T, open and OT I'm a young Pete Rose with the hits Got it like this I'm the only one that's putting money on my own team bro. Guess I gotta be the bad guy you ain't Denzel, you ain't about that life I be on this side, you be on that side Don't cross that line, don't cross that line Guess I gotta be the bad guy Bitch, you ain't Denzel, you ain't about that life I be on this side, you be on that side Don't cross that line, don't cross that line